Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast, and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much, and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about a pretty well-known whistleblower that I talk about here uh, all the time. I talk about Randy Kramer. Um, if you guys haven't seen him, he's on Gaia all the time doing interviews. You can probably catch a few of his interviews on YouTube. And uh, he's just one of the most fascinating uh, current whistleblowers that we have in our time period and who uh, appears very young, uh, although he also claims that um, he was sent back in time, given a new body, and the body that he's currently inhabiting is a cloned body of himself. So he still looks relatively young. I mean, he looks like he's probably like in his later 40s. Um, so, uh, tall, you know, slender, uh, athletic build, um, not super athletic, just slender, you know, agile kind of looking, um, has glasses, a little bit grayish hair shaved close to the head. Um, and you know, by all means, seems very truthful. Um, you know, he's done a lot of spots on Gaia and Gaia itself is a very reputable company. They don't want to put their, their reputation on the line. So they've done a lot of research into these folks, gone through, you know, different military records, medical records they've gone through. And they have a whole host of people that are willing to do that. Now, on top of that, they have David Wilcox, who's talked to plenty of whistleblowers and has double verified, triple verified, quadruple, you know, quintuplet verified um, a lot of these claims that a lot of these whistleblowers have made through other whistleblowers. So, um, and these whistleblowers have also been verified in different military projects. So again, you know, so I think it's certainly important to verify who you bring on to make sure that not only are they telling the truth, but that your reputation doesn't take a spill because somebody wasn't verified. So again, you know, People always say, oh, well, you know, whistleblowers out. Anybody can be a whistleblower. Anybody can make up stuff. But if it can be verified, then you have some sort of credence to this individual. So many articles have been written about Kramer. He's got a whole host of episodes on Gaia, man. I love him. I mean, I don't get paid for <laughs> promoting Gaia or anything like that. But I would say if you get a chance and you have, you know, get a free trial to Gaia, you can pound through a bunch of the episodes that he's got on there, and he's just got tremendous information. Uh, a lot of stuff I talk about in here, um, and it's just really interesting. So, 
let me go through this article and um, I'm really trying to stay off of screens, which is like, you know, this is why I do podcasts because even though I could do video podcasts, I try to stay off of screens. I've been trying to keep my eyes relaxed and I don't mind listening to things because I feel like that doesn't screw, screw up my vision too much. But I think being on screens with the constant refresh rate really messes with my vision. Um, I kind of have like ocular migraines and stuff like that. So I try to stay off screen, but I'm going to talk a little bit about this article and, and kind of talk a little bit about Kramer a little bit here. So this article is on the wearethemighty.com um, and they talk about how Kramer has been, um, claims to have been a, a military member uh, who was on Mars for 60 years and then brought back into his clone, cloned body which they transported his consciousness into. So um, they talk about how Earth has been invading Mars uh, was always a fiction, right? Um, or either been invaded, invaded by Mars or invaded Mars. Um, you know, whether you watch Total Recall, whether you watch uh, Mars Attacks, there's always something to do with Mars. And Kramer, most of his, most of, well, a lot, I shouldn't say most, a lot of his stories revolve around Mars, but he also has a lot of stories that revolve around the uh, business center, that business center satellite station that orbits Jupiter, uh, which are some pretty interesting stories I've talked about on, on the podcast. Um, but they talk about how Mars is a place where... Um, the British transported convicts cast out of Earth in in certain stories. Uh, the Soviets even uh, created communist revolutions in a Martian society. So why shouldn't America send Marines there? I don't know what they're talking about. Maybe they're talking about the fact that certain... There, you know, there are theories out there and maybe some, some substantiated stories about how uh, the Nazis built a base there. The Russians built a base there. Chinese and, of course, Americans have built bases there, um, whether it's on the moon or on Mars. Um, but according to Kramer, he spent 17 years deployed to Mars as part of the Mars Defense Force. Uh, he flew anti-gravity vehicles throughout the solar system as part of the Defense Force. Um, and he also stated that uh, his old command structure believes that the weakening U.S. economy and divisive political uh, stances are a threat to national security, and they asked him to step forward and tell the story. I don't know as if the government would ever want anyone to tell <laughs> any stories about aliens, because then basically it shows that they're a bunch of liars, but uh, Kramer does it well. He does it with great intellect, great uh, linguistics, uh, you know, capability, full capability of ease of conversation, um, seems to know, you know, how to speak about the military as well as how to speak about how he encountered different and different species easily. Um, and seems to be very truthful. Now, a lot of people can lie easily, but I don't think he is. Um, he talks about how he was actually pulled into this project at age four. Uh, and it was the project was called Moonshadow. Um, it was under the umbrella of the U.S. Marine Corps, which he was in. 
and he said he stated that they implanted a device in his brain along with 20, 299 others so 300 individuals had brain implants that allowed them to communicate via telepathic means or electronic telepathy he stated he was trained for weeks at a time and then transported through time to when he was first taken so it it would appear to others as if no time had passed at all now at the age of 17 he was conscripted basically uh into the military and in 1987 he was taken into an advanced secret base on the moon before beginning his tour on mars he states that the moon base was first established in 53 and this is when he signed his enlistment papers after arriving on Mars uh, via a teleportation portal, portal, not just a vehicle, but a portal, which is interesting, because he also talks about how he flew on a, a spacecraft developed by humans as well. So portals are easier, but we also had spacecraft that would apparently go within, the, within our solar system, but also within our galaxy. Uh, he stated that on Mars, there's five human settlements, and that the biggest is called Ares Prime. That's A-R-E-S Prime. Now, Eisenhower's granddaughter was also supposed to be part of Randy Kramer's uh, unit and go on to Mars. However, she was able to navigate and avoid recruitment um, and was awakened to the false matrix of reality. Um, he states that it blinds us from seeing the truth behind the military industrial complex, uh, hidden agenda. That's, that's from Laura Eisenhower's actual mouth. That's her quote is that she was able to avoid recruitment, uh, and, and the false matrix of reality that blinds us from seeing the truth behind the military industrial complex, which is pretty interesting because, you know, there are a lot of falsities within within the military industrial complex eisenhower actually gave a speech on it um although laura states that she knows that her great-grandfather uh not great-grandfather grandfather um signed the treaty in 54 the alien earth treaty um she also claims that uh darpa and um other black budgets established many bases on the uh on the moon and on mars she stated that in 2007 as well that Agent X tried to invite her um, to go and, and visit these locations, and she stated that she also discovered chemtrails, genetically modified foods, false flag operations, and the media are all controlling the population on the planet. Um, she says she devotes her life to the divine, and that she devotes it to energy freeing us from the power structures today. So, so Kramer and Laura both validated the fact that there are mars uh defense teams out there um and why do they call them mars defense teams because they joined up with other alien forces to battle other forces other other alien forces a secondary alien force on the moon uh, which kramer talks about a lot so he states that they uh they joined up with um, an alien species on the moon to fight some of the uh, mars reptilians that are terrestrial on Mars, uh, which are more yellowish in nature than our Draco reptilians, which are more greenish. Um, they're more like sandy color. 
uh, more like you would imagine they would be on Mars, more of a sandy reddish color, and that they have these huge tails that they use in battle, and that they use more of like axes and swords in battle versus like projectile weapons or laser weapons, that they're very willing to fight on the battlefield that way. Uh, they're very quick. So even though we do have, uh, you know, projectile weapons, these guys are very quick and they can, they can fight very easily with an entire battalion. Uh, Kramer said he was knocked unconscious by one of them, one of their tails. So it just goes to show you how powerful these guys are. So Kramer says, um, there was many deadly battles between the Marines and the native people of Mars before he was redeployed back to the moon to spend three years in service. He stated that there's two main indigenous species on the planet, uh, Mars, reptilian, and insectoid. Kramer said that they were, <laughs> that he was told that they were just dumb, savage beasts. However, he soon found out that they were intelligent beings who lived underground in hives and nests. The three species eventually signed a peace treaty. The treaty stated that the Marines would not invade the sacred places of either the reptilians or the insectoids. It also committed all three sides to defending Mars from an external invasion at the hands of the species known as the Draconians, which we are very well aware of here. Uh, the evil Draconians were eventually defeated by this joint force and were forced to leave Mars for good. Were they forced to leave Earth for good is the question. He claims that humans have been traveling to Mars for decades, and he personally was around for two of those decades. Mars is apparently a U.S. territory, and after his service ended, he was sent to the moon to undergo reverse aging process, which would return his body to age 17 before being reinserted into the timeline, taking him back to 1987. So since Kramer spoke up, at least two others have come forward claiming that they were abducted in the exact same space program, which is pretty fascinating, right? I mean, you know, when it comes down to it, I mean, a lot of these guys have a lot to lose. You know, how much money can you make stating that you were in a secret space program? You could write a book about it. You're not going to become a millionaire off of it. Um, you know, and so and there, a lot of these claims could be, you know, debunked by anybody. You could say, oh, no, that's just BS. You know, you could just have a government, you know, op person come out and just say, oh, no, this person never worked for the military. He faked his records and da-da-da-da-da. Um, so Kramer states that uh, one of the individuals claims that he worked uh, in cargo between Mars and Jupiter, and another individual claims that Lockheed Martin is heavily involved in the program. These days, Kramer offers consulting services to to help law enforcement agencies and military units prepare for exo-invasions. So they're preparing for alien war and unnatural disasters as well, which may occur from alien engagement as well. Um, he states that complete with tactical analysis and many different alien species, he can assist these agencies. The self-proclaimed super soldier and pilot also uh, has developed or is in, de in development of a holographic medical bed which can regrow limbs and cure disease, which he has witnessed and been part of. So that's just their article. There is so much more on Randy Kramer. Um, I personally love this guy. You know, every time he's got uh, a Gaia episode or an interview with anyone else, I'm all about it. I'm watching it. I'm reading it. I'm I'm interested. I'm captivated. So you know, if you get a chance, like I said, check out Gaia, but you know, what's really interesting throughout all the 
interviews he's talked about i mean he's talked about a multitude of different things he's talked about the jupiter the jupiter space station where they have business activities business commerce with hundreds of different species ranging from 50 foot tall species to octopus like species that are within a globe of glass okay it's species that are vastly different from us species with different you know different limbs um, you know, he claims that one, one species is like, has like a banana head. It's very long and, and they're yellow. There's, there's another species that has a triangle shaped head and they're 10 feet tall. There's the avians that Corey Good talks about who he met, um, and who are bird-like and uh, they're like seven feet tall and they're actually from another dimension. Um, you know, we have, we have, of course, the grays and the reptilians and so on and so forth, the Pleiadians and the Andromedans. Um, but What's interesting about Kramer is he talks about the fact that he was, um, I think it was Andromeda, that he uh, he partnered up with an, uh, one of the female there, females there from um, you know one of the ambas- ambassadorial crews, and um, ended up having a baby. Um, oh, Cassiopeia, I apologize. It might be in the Andromeda galaxy. Maybe that's what I'm talking about. But he stated it's Cassiopeia is the planet, um, and. And he calls them the Cassiopeians that live there. And he says they're very uh, advanced, um, but not not more than 150 years ahead of us, which in 150 years, look how much has changed from 1900 to 2000 and, well, 22 right now, um, a lot. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's that's how much it can change um, in, a, in a short span of time. But he stated that he has a child there, um, that he hasn't really gotten to see that child, stayed with the mother. Um, and you know, he moved forward in his career, but it is interesting how he discusses that they're very similar to us. You know, there's a lot of species that are very similar to humans that are, uh, that eat the same foods that we do. Um, he actually brought a recipe, uh, for like a brownie type dessert, double chocolate brownie type dessert. And when they cooked it based on his recipe and they tried it, they said it was way too sweet which kind of makes sense because we kind of overindulge here. And, and if you want to maintain your longevity of your health, you're going to eat less salt, less sugar, less fat. So they, they thought it was too sweet and they cooked it to them, to, to their, uh, you know, specifications. And Randy stated that it was, uh, it tasted like kind of like a biscotti or a biscuit where it was kind of dry, kind of, you know, it kind of bland and what's whatnot. But, it allows them to survive probably longer than we can, um, and or at least live a healthier lifestyle. So, uh, something to think about. But anyway, Kramer, man, this guy is super fascinating. It's, it's just knows a ton about you know how these species operate. Um, you know a little bit about each. He doesn't know everything. He he doesn't claim to know everything, and when he doesn't, he calls himself out. And says I don't know everything about this species, especially the uh, the banana head like creature creatures or species, because it was a species that one of the other whistleblowers had brought up and asked him if he had seen them. He stated yes, I did see them, but I don't know a lot about them. I I met them once through the ambassadorial crew, um, in the uh, Jupiter space station, and stated that, um. You know, they the ambassadorial team told him that they were called the banana heads, but that it was just a nice, nice, uh, you know, kind of friendly joke, not like a mean joke. And they call us like, you know, the hairless monkey. So, you know, again, just kind of like batting fun at each other a little bit. Um, so 
you know, he's willing to say when he doesn't know a lot about a species, and that kind of gives him more credence too. He just doesn't come up with random information that doesn't that that's going to invalidate him as a whistleblower. He comes out with the information that he knows about certain species, and that's about it. You know, if he knows something about their dimension or their planet, he's willing to share it. But if he doesn't, he doesn't push the issue. So that's what's really fascinating. So that's that's a little bit about Randy Kramer. I have done a podcast on Randy before. Um, I've talked a little bit about another article that was out. Um, but I just wanted to kind of bring him up again because I think he, I think he's legit. I think he's legit. I think David Wilcock did his did his research. He did the background. He he, he verified and vetted him. He he checked his paperwork. Um, he verified his stories against other whistleblower stories, which were verified. So again, you know, it's it's a lot of work that goes into verifying these individuals and making sure that that either they were seen by somebody else, they were they or another team member was on their team, or you know, someone has some some contact or verification of uh, a mission that they went on, you know, at least something to ensure that some of the, some of the information that this individual has is accurate. Um, so that's, that's kind of where we stand with Randy. Um, you know, and he, he seems to be one of the foremost, uh, American, uh, whistleblowers that we have. There are other American whistleblowers on there. Um, they don't have quite as much information as Randy does. Emery Smith does. He, he has a lot of information. Um, there's also a few others that are out there. Clifford Stone has some info. Um, David Adair, oh, if you get a chance to listen to some of his stuff, it's fantastic. Um, I did a podcast, like one of the very first podcasts I did, I think it's like number four. Um, David Adair's story is unbelievable. And there's actually more info I want to share too. So, um, great whistleblowers out there. Just, you know, keep in mind, there's still stuff out there that we aren't, we haven't caught up yet. So we're still getting there. But anyway, guys, I'm going to let you go. I hope you guys have a great day, a great evening, great weekend. Take care of your physical health, spiritual health, emotional health. Follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, whatever they may be. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care and Lockdown Universe out.